0: Lock, talk, radio.
1: Granny Hoster, a big win. Hey guys, once again, uh, I do apologize for the music in the background and and for the loud noises that might make it difficult to hear me. Uh, Total cluster, you know what, here tonight. Um, So, again, Granny and Icon uh, are going to do a lot of the heavy lifting. Uh, until I get my Mondays figured out um, But I am going to be here I will be listening So I will chime in here and there when I can uh, But again, another big show Thanks to the Icon uh, I know he's he's got to have a little bit of a redemption show Because his, his North Dakota State Bison uh, and one for the first time And seemingly ever So uh, we're going to have to have to look at that uh, Number one team in the country goes down So we'll have to see what happens um, But either way, uh, we will Oh hi Terry So we will um, We will go from there. But, guys, uh, tell me, how how was your weekend?
2: Well, weekend was good for me except for, well, Saturday, you know. uh, But, uh, uh, you know, the NDSU Bison basketball team uh, got the third seed in the Summit League. So uh, we're uh, on the cusp of a birth of a March Madness appearance for the third year in a row. Uh so hopefully uh we'll take care of that. And uh one touch on the Bison football team. You know, we're not making any excuses. We're not gonna say, oh well, we lost six guys, uh we would have won the game if it hadn't been for COVID. We're not doing that. We don't uh we don't make excuses, we get results, and that's what we're gonna do. And uh speaking of results and we'll let uh Randy chime in here. I just wanna let everybody know who we got on the show tonight. Our uh, first guest will be David Rolano. Uh, our third guest will be Shel, uh, Sheldon Goldberg. And uh, one that uh, our second guest, one that uh, Big Swing might be interested in, her name is Kennedy Copeland. And you might recognize her last name, uh, Copeland, uh, just to throw that out there.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I am I hear you. All right. That could be very um, interesting.
2: Yeah, so um, I know that Big Swing, uh, he's a fan of uh, a wrestler with that last name. So uh, I was kind of wondering if he'd put two and two together. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, and uh, I'm definitely going to be using a soundbite later on when uh, she comes on. So... We'll be talking to her, so it's going to be a great show, a big show. So, Granny, how was your weekend? As we continue with this little journey uh, that we got going on. It was,
3: it was good. I mean, busy. I, uh, you know, of course, my state convention got postponed <clears throat> from February due to the snow that Little Rock got. They had like twelve to fifteen inches of snow. Very cold temperatures. So granny leaves for Little Rock on Thursday and I'll be back Sunday afternoon. So I gotta do some traveling time, fans, so but that's okay, you know. I uh just gotta do what I gotta do, you know. So So
2: I uh, I'm kinda curious, uh when you go uh when you go there, uh do you have uh synced up on your uh on your uh iPhone uh I think I'm on a roll here in Little Rock.
3: <laughs> well, no, I don't, but you know, so. But I know but the that, song. But that is, so, that is one know. of my favorite songs, though. I I know you know that song. <clears throat> so, by Colin yeah, Ray, I know like you know the, that song. Oh yeah, yeah. I like. Well, I like. I'm a big Colin Ray fan, anyway. So, but yeah, I leave early Thursday morning. So. Three hour drive, but you know, it, it'll be okay. So, and uh,
2: I think didn't Reba McIntyre have a uh, song called Little Rock? But that was about uh, a ring on a finger, yeah. Uh, but she yeah. called that Little Rock too. But
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: yeah, Colin Ray is my one of my all time favorites. I've seen him in concert a few times, so it's it's going to be awesome. So, uh, but safe travels, uh, wear your mask. Uh I oh, yeah. know that you're older th- I know you're older than me. You don't need to me to give you uh fatherly advice because 'cause you're older than me. <laughs> but uh be safe, wear a mask, you know. Oh uh, yeah,
3: well we'll be we'll be social distancing and we'll be wearing our masks. So you know, we're we'll we'll be staying safe, Because so. if uh, Granny
2: comes home with covid, the icon's gonna find out who gave it to you and
1: put the smack <laughs> down. <laughs>
2: Uh, you know, but anyway, that's uh, that's, hopefully, I won't have to do that, but I, I'll be looking forward to it.
1: Uh, uh,
2: so anyway, uh, yeah, so we got a big show, like I said. Uh, our first guest will be calling in here in about nine minutes. So, uh, Big Swing is on uh, double duty, triple duty tonight. Um, Granny and I, sounds like we he sounds like
3: he may be doing quadruple duty the way it sounds. <laughs>
2: Right, they need an account in there, it sounds like. But uh, Granny and I can handle this. We've done it before. We love it when uh, Big Swing chimes in. We love it when he participates. Uh, you know, everybody knows that uh, we all have uh, our regular living besides the show. Uh, however, we're here to entertain, and uh, we're not going anywhere. Uh give a little update, we are now... almost completely booked up for the year 2022. Oh, wow. I know that sounds trite, and I know that everybody's thinking, I'm going to explain this for a little bit. Everyone's going, well, how the hell do you got guests lined up for a whole? Well, here's the thing. And I'm not bragging. It may sound like it. I'm trying to put myself over. I'm not, but it's the truth. Uh, It used to be hard for me to get guests for our show. But uh as we've been on here, um our fans well not our fans, but uh our guests have been telling other their wrestlers about us and other wrestlers have been hearing about us. Uh and not that I'm bragging, but we're known around the independent wrestling scene. And wrestlers contact me, say, Hey, how come I can't be on? I wanna be on, how come you haven't called me? Well, I'll get you on, but you got to wait a year. I'm sorry, but, yeah, sure, I'll book you on. This is a date. This is a time. I'll send you a reminder a week before the day of. There you go. And also, what's interesting is, you know, on Facebook, when it gives you, uh, you know, uh, a memory, a look back, uh, I actually Mm -hmm. started with Off the Ropes uh, in 2016. Uh, so five years ago today is when I made my first appearance on, uh, off the ropes when that's what it was called. Uh, I started out as, uh, as a fill in caller, whatever, and then, uh, moved my way up to executive, executive producer, guest booking, and, uh, then uh, co-host and whatever. So, um, I think uh, I've uh, made a pretty good career for myself out of this little deal, and uh, I'm enjoying every bit of it, and you know, along the way, Granny Hulkster has joined us, and Big Swing and I have stayed the course, Uh, a lot of our other co-hosts have uh, left us and went on to other, um, I don't know, highlights of their life, and uh, we wish them all luck and well, and Uh, hopefully they'll be able to call in at some point. Maybe we can have a reunion show down the road, but that's something that we can talk about later on. But, uh, you know, big swing. You know, that's the
3: interesting thing, Icon, you know. I called in just as a caller one night because one of my very good friends was one of your guests. And it was just a couple days later, fans, that Icon was calling Granny saying, hey, how would you like to join our team and be a co-host on our show. So that's how granny got started. So, you know, and you know, I am, I'm am so
2: glad that I, uh, I, um, I booked her as a guest because we never would really would have found granny without that. And, uh, I'm glad that, uh, uh, we did and uh, we got about five minutes before our guest calls in, but, um, we can talk about the current product uh right quick here uh we all we all heard that you know the miz is the champion and uh, <coughs> uh they're still uh they're still uh trying to figure out what the hell they're doing in the uh, this thing it's like uh you know the old in with the old <laughs> so um you know yeah uh, the the WWE never ceases to amaze me on what the, what they do, but um, I don't know how you want to say it.
4: But uh.
3: they're gonna do what they want to do, and that's okay. I mean, if they think that works, you know, for them, so be it. I haven't been watching a lot of WWE lately. I my schedule just hasn't allowed me to do so here lately, so I haven't even seen the last, you know, couple of pay-per-views that they had, so I've just been really busy, but, you know, that's okay too, so I did get well, yeah, to go to I, an uh, independent wrestling show Saturday, which was a lot of fun, so
2: Well, see, the thing is, you know, I, uh, the only, I, I keep track of the pay-per-views because I get text messages after every match uh, what happened, and, uh, you know And uh, Sometimes I'm like Oh well That's interesting And then The other time like going You know uh, mm-hmm. uh, You know <sighs> So uh, Like I said We'll just wait For our first guest Our first guest Will be David Rolano And uh, We're going to have Some uh, fun Talking to David uh, oh, and, uh, I'm just
3: watching Moments ago Icon The Miz Was supposed to face Bobby Lashley and the bell rang. He jumped out of the ring, grabbed his belt, and ran to the back and basically got counted out. So now Bobby uh-huh. Lashley and MVP are all pissed because the Miz ran off with his belt.
2: <laughs> well, you know, the sad so. thing is uh, uh, when you think about how uh, how old these
3: guys are and they're,
2: they're hashtagging them, um, <clears throat> so, I don't, I don't get it.
3: Yeah, they're complaining to Shane McMahon right now about what happened. That Bobby Lashley didn't even get a chance to uh, try to get the belt, I guess. So.
2: Well, it's uh,
3: it's ridiculous. Uh, you know.
2: Um, well, you know we uh, we can't ever. Uh, We can't, you know, we'll never be able to understand what the WWE is doing. Uh, There's no real rhyme or reason to what they're doing. But, um, you know, they're still still in popularity. So it looks like our first guest is on. So So we do have an 813
1: number on, guys. So I'll go ahead and put them through when you're ready.
2: Go ahead, right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. This guy is not only an awesome individual, he also has the title of C-E-O. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I give you David Rolano.
5: Hey, how, hey guys, how you all doing? Good.
2: Good, man, how are you?
5: I'm doing great. Uh, just uh, got back from uh, Atlanta this morning, and uh, just making my rounds every weekend like I do, and have the pleasure to join y'all on uh, this nice Monday evening.
2: All right. Well, I'll tell you what. If you want to do that liner here real quick, then we'll uh, then we'll have some fun with you.
5: All uh, right. Hold on real quick.
2: If you need me to resend it, I can.
5: No, you're good. I got it. I got it pulled up. I just wanted to make sure the script is right. Are, are, oh, are we sure. live now? Yep, yeah, we are. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, that's pretty awesome. I usually just like, do like a green room thing. But uh, uh, whenever you're ready for the line, I'll go ahead. Right. Go ahead. <clears throat> All right. Uh, this is David Rolano, president of Boot and Heel, and you're listening to Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster.
2: All right. Uh, David Warren is our guest here. we got about 30 minutes here with David. Here's what we're going to do here, David. We're going to have you give us a little background about yourself, and then uh, I'm going to ask you some questions, and we'll throw it over to Granny. And then we're going to come back to me, and I'm going to ask you the tough questions. So go ahead. Give us a little background then. Um,
5: so I'm the president of Boot and Heel. We uh, merchandise and promote independent wrestling events, uh, and uh, individual talents as well. And uh, so the bootandheel.com website actually hosts um, wrestlers' merchandise, um, and we, give a, we have a way to provide royalties, like as an additional source of income, to wrestlers uh, through this site. And then our Facebook pages and uh, Instagram and social media out, um, platforms, let us network and uh, advertise and promote uh, these individual wrestlers, merchandise, and events that they're going to be on. And it just created a huge web of like networking for talent. So we felt like that was a need two years ago. Whenever I started this business, and um, the snowball rolled and turned into an avalanche. And uh, we're very humbled um, to play a pretty big role in the independent wrestling scene
2: and uh it landed in Texas no <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> somehow it landed in uh, Texas
4: <laughs>
2: so uh when you uh when uh you uh decided to uh get into the uh, merchandising ball game uh now do you also um uh, make and design shirts for wrestlers or do they uh send you like the stuff to sell or how does that work so on the website, uh, there's a
5: contact us link and uh, people just send us the ideas that they have concepts, um, whether they have a, a merchandise or not. Uh, we, we accept um, folks that just have like a raw idea. And we do have uh graphic designers that we will forward that thought and color scheme to, um, and then we'll host from there Um yeah, we yeah we do everything. Like if you can bring your design to us, we can have the design created for you. Um, we can do the bulk sales if you want to make large purchases for your merch tables and like to keep on hand, or we can just solely host it and you just give your um, your fans the link to your store.
2: Uh, well, you know uh, the icon is is going to ask tons of questions about this. Uh, because, uh, we, uh, uh, granny, I, and myself, maybe a big swing would like to, uh, uh, utilize, uh, your service. So, um, let's say that, uh, well, both granny Hulkster and uh, the icon have their own shirts. So, um, let's say that, uh, we wanted you to make, uh, some granny Hulkster shirts make some, uh, icon shirts. Uh, what, uh, do you basically charge for doing the design or putting up the uh,
5: That That's correct. Uh, we, we work with a, a, quite a few different uh, graphic designers, so we'll get the concepts from you, and then I will um, choose which one of our graphic designers specializes in that kind of artwork. It's like whenever you go get a tattoo. You have portrait designers. You have um, uh, new school, old school And each artist has their own kind of style and techniques that they use to make your vision come to life. So we would just get the raw concept and then plug you in with that designer. And then what we do on our end is we don't upcharge the graphic designer's fee. So it's all going like we're not profiting from that. We're trying to use our resources to to connect you with people that are going to make you look good and uh we make our money on on the sales that you make, so we're not making money until you make money as well so I think this business model is is, is working <laughs> so yeah, bring your designs over man <laughs> uh
2: well yeah um uh, we have uh is our guest here we have about uh uh twenty five uh we do have a caller on the line. Hopefully, it's an actual legitimate caller. And, Granny, you know what I mean by that. Uh, David, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring the caller on. Uh, we'll see if this is a legit caller. Uh, if not, we'll uh, do a little um, – because we don't do any call screening here because everything's live, everything shoots from the hip. So, would you be willing to take a call it's a legit call, David? Uh,
5: Sure. Yeah, right.
2: I'm cool. Okay, let's see. All right, 639. You're on the you're on the line. Go ahead. What do you got? Hey, I call you, moron. Turn it or granny shut the hell up. I'm coming for you. Idiot. Okay.
5: Sorry oh, about that. Uh...
3: <laughs> <laughs> we usually have a guy that calls. we have somebody that calls in periodically and likes to flush the toilet. Hey. <laughs>
5: I, I've had my fair share of dealing with trolls. It's okay.
3: <laughs>
2: so, uh, David Rwanda is our guest here. we got 24 minutes. Uh, sorry about that, David. So, uh, so if someone wanted to uh, upload a an image or uh, an idea for a shirt, uh, take us through the process. How would they do that? So, they would... Email an inquiry
1: to us. I can. We did have we did have a number pop in. They're, they're off now. I don't know if it was the second guest or not. It was a six three nine. No, it was. But a, uh, it was. Toilet, it was a it, it was, a was a
3: idiotic caller. It was it was probably the toilet flush person.
1: Oh, okay. I I will leave him. I will leave him on mute. But then. He, but, All right.
3: but he but he started talking and you know we cut him off so. <laughs>
1: okay so uh
3: we'll, we'll go back to this
2: uh so tell us how the process works
5: so you would email us an inquiry and our team would get back to you and then we'd be in constant communication through there uh we go over the package options and the process of uploading um your store from the ground up uh as far as if you have a design bring it to us if you need a design have it have that facilitated for you and then uh the monthly sales reports are sent to you um with your royalty payments and it's like go ahead
2: uh, sorry i didn't mean to interrupt so so basically uh you don't uh they they pay you guys through the selling of the merchandise then correct correct
5: so we we control the payment processor we control, the website, uh, the manufacturing, logistics, everything. like so the, the the customer, aka the talent, does is not hands-on at all. It's all internal, and um, they don't have to worry about a thing, and they just promote and we get paid based on the sales and then pay royalties out as as
2: their items sell. So with that being said, and I'm gonna have uh, have Granny come in here and uh, ask you a few things. Uh, so now, I have a design for my uh, for my shirt. Uh, I only have one, as a matter of fact, and I know Granny has one. I'll let her talk to you about that in a second. But uh, now, you only do merchandise for wrestlers. That, this is
5: correct to a point. Uh, we specialize in independent wrestling. But we also merchandise for independent uh, musicians and artists that want to host a store. And there's actually a separate link on the page that will reroute you to their stores as well. So our company has evolved from independent wrestling to supporting any kind of independent talent.
2: That sounds That's awesome, awesome. Uh, David Long is our guest here We got about uh, 20 minutes here with David uh, Granny uh, we're going to bring you on here uh, David this is a Granny uh, She uh, She's a merchandise hey. guru herself So what do you got granny, well, go ahead.
3: <clears throat> well actually My shirt My original Granny shirt I actually had a very good friend Make for me It says what you're going to do When Granny Hulkster goes crazy on you Because I am a huge wrestling fan And you probably know a lot of my wrestling buddies, I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, um, I could give you a list of names, and you probably know some of them, I'm sure. But um, how many wrestlers do do you help, I mean, with your company? I mean, I'm sure you have a lot, but...
5: Uh, In house as part like legit members of Boot and Heel. We're at uh, around ninety wrestling talents across the country and we've actually picked up um Drake Winner from England and uh merchandising for him. Um so we ship all over the, the world. Um so we have ninety wrestlers and about a hundred promotions that we're partnered with. Not all of them choose to be on the site. Due to they have better profit margins, buying in bulk and just selling um, to their customers directly, which I'm totally fine with, and, and we can facilitate that. So, all in all, we, I like I I couldn't even imagine how many wrestlers that we've oh, yeah. along the way. It's just
3: <clears throat> now, where are, are you primarily? Where are you?
5: Where are you based out of? So my operation is based out of Clarksville, Tennessee, which
3: is about an hour. West of Nashville Okay, well you probably know Some of my Tennessee wrestling buddies In too Because so, I have a, I have wrestling buddies In Tennessee I've got them in Texas I've got them in Arkansas I've got them in Oklahoma, Missouri, Kansas I mean, a bunch of places so. Yeah it's,
5: it's, a, it's a small world In the wrestling scene uh, do, somehow, you some, know, do you
3: by chance know The name Matt Sigmund?
5: Yeah, of course I know Matt Sigmund.
3: Well, I'm very good friends with Matt because there used to be a federation in Arkansas that was called Traditional Championship Wrestling, and Matt Sigmund wrestled for them along with King Shane Williams. I don't know if you know Shane Williams. Yeah, Shane, uh, I think he was Shane, in, he was in a Tennessee, few times, uh, but he moved to, I think he moved to like North Carolina or something like that. Yes.
5: I I've seen him whenever XNWA was was running in uh in Maresville and then uh I saw I've seen him in uh I think Morristown. He, yeah, he was at Morristown too.
3: Mm-hmm. So I've seen him
5: a few times.
3: What about Greg Anthony? Do you know the golden boy, Greg Anthony? Do you know him? Uh, not personally. He has he has well, he has show he does shows in Dyersburg. Tennessee, oh, okay. near Memphis. So. Yeah,
5: I, the farthest west I've been out in Tennessee is Jackson at USA Championship uh, Wrestling. Um, oh yeah. A lot well, of my clients I, like I know. Georgia.
3: I I think Greg Anthony may or may not have wrestled there. I'm not sure. i uh, Like I said, I've got a bunch of wrestling buddies in te- the Texas area too. So. But,
5: yeah, uh, you work with uh, Fury out in Texas.
3: I, I, I mean, I'm familiar. I'm familiar with the organization. Um, James Beard, one of my referee friends, he's uh, big in helping that uh, that SWE Fury. I have a lot of friends at wrestle for SWE Fury. I mean, I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a fan, but right, I, right. I like to ho- I like to holler at all the bad guys. I, I can talk some pretty good <laughs> smack to the bad guys when I have to. Because yeah, like I, I used to give Sigmund <laughs> grief all the time. I mean, he, he was like one of the heels, and I'd always give him a lot of grief, but he's one of my best friends, so...
5: Right. Well, the reason why I asked about Fury is because... Uh, Jackson Crimson that are, are booked there a lot. Um, actually have a school where I live called Tried and True. And uh, I was just trying to see if you uh if you followed them at all.
3: Well I, I you know, like I said, I'm familiar with SW Fury. I've just never, you know, gotten to see any of their, you know, shows or anything. But uh, yeah. like I said, I just I have a lot of friends that wrestle there, so well, the
5: cool thing about Texas is that we're we're partnered with Generation Championship Wrestling in Tampa for WrestleMania weekend, and they're having um, they're having New Texas Pro as part of, of the the event with us, and uh, mm-hmm. I want to say Dallas Pro Wrestling as well. So, uh, Jeremy Gomez over there has shown a lot of love to to boot and heel and uh, Texas wrestling. So. Big props to uh the Florida uh Texas connection there.
3: Yeah, that that that's awesome. So and, and
5: that'll be streamed. I know uh generation is streaming on their uh network and then we're streaming through Atmos uh, stream live. Um so uh I'll give you those links as well if you if you want to watch from uh where you're gonna be at for that event.
3: Okay, that's awesome. I mean, like I said cause I like I said I um I have some wrestling shows that I get to see up here. I live in Springdale, Arkansas, so I have to go to Oklahoma to see wrestling shows and um we have started some wrestling shows back up here in Arkansas where I'm at uh you know, due to covid, you know, we had to limit the shows there for a while, but they started those back up. So, uh there's also a federation that runs here in Arkansas called Arkansas Championship Wrestling, which they made me president of their fan club before they even had their first show. And they run out of um, – well, they – they used to do it in Gravette, Arkansas, which is a little town in, in Arkansas, and then we went to Alma for some shows, and now we're in um, we're doing our shows in the Greenland area, which is just a little bit away from Fayetteville, Arkansas. So we're supposed to start maybe. Hopefully, we might be starting back up sometime in March. We're hoping so. Uh, That'd be good the watch. one the one the <laughs> one that i the one that i just saw saturday night is w c w a they run in the springdale area so um i i get to see some some local local shows you know which i- i love the independent wrestling i i really do i i really get I really get involved. I mean, I can talk like I said, some pretty good smack to the wrestlers when I have to.
5: <laughs>
3: it's a very unique
5: industry, and before well, I started this, next case, time,
3: <laughs> next time you talk to Matt Sigmund, say, "Hey, I got to talk to a friend of yours. Her name's Granny Holster."
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely name drop you in the podcast and everything.
2: Uh, uh, David Rolano is our guest here, and uh, we have um, we have about uh, twelve minutes here with David. So here is uh, my question, David. I'm going to let you do this here uh, on our on our Facebook page uh, off the roast because Facebook won't let us change it to our actual name, Attitude Era Live, because they say it's uh, combative or offensive, which I find is BS, but that's a whole other story <laughs> for a whole another to K- time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but here's, here's what I want you to do. I want you to post uh, your, mm-hmm. uh, your business information on our Facebook page, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll get uh, all the independent wrestlers that um, come onto our show get them hooked up with you so you can uh, help with their merchandise. And this is where I'm going to ask. If uh, if you would be willing to do the thing that you do for us, make a, make some granny shirts, make some icon shirts, some Attitude Era Live shirts, uh, and then we can uh, uh, start having our fans uh, get some uh, merchandise from us. Yeah, that that
5: would be great. And uh, what we could do is also is we could, like, uh, if you wanted to host it on your site, um, we can integrate your store with our processing. So, if they want to order from your site and the orders would come to us, we can do drop shipping. Like if, so what for beer company, we private label for a lot of other companies that have brands, but we manufacture their clothing line. We can ship things that that look like it came from them, but it really came for up from us, which is which is very good to do because whenever you're trying to build a brand in your image you want to make things that seem like you're doing everything to give that perception of hey, like this is my merch this is my brand this is my company even though someone else might have their hands on it so uh, i think we have a very unique product and, and a very um business intelligent model and i think a
2: lot of people can benefit from it Right. And, you know, we've been talking about, uh, uh, you know, getting doing fan shirts and all this stuff for for a long, long time. And uh, we just haven't been able to find the right niche. And I think with you on, uh, I think that'd be awesome. And here's the other thing I'd I'd like to put out here for you as well. Uh, I don't know if your company runs commercials at all or anything, but if you have a way to make a 30 second uh, commercial, we'd start running commercials for you on our show.
5: Oh, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, we've, man, I've only been in business a year and a half. Um, I'm, I actually serve in the military as well. And then, um, uh, I own another company called invoke minds. So we're doing a lot of, um, we haven't done a lot of advertising, so to speak, to get outside customers. It's been like, it's, it's evolved just through word of mouth and, and our reputation. So as soon as we get some production down on a commercial, like I would, I would
2: love to start pushing that. And uh, uh, any, um, uh, any, uh, any uh, commercials that, you know, that's how we got hooked up with sharpshooterfunding.com. Uh, we started mm-hmm. running commercials so we can get the uh, members of the Hart families on with us. We've had everyone but the main one, Brett. Uh, But it's worked out for them. It's worked out for us. Yeah. It's definitely
5: part of the marketing strategy, but don't spend money when you don't have to type of deal. It's like this company has grown to this big just off of reputation and the way we treat talent and promote them. Um, A lot of people have different strategies and, and plans of execution when it comes to that. Um, It's definitely on the table, Um, but like I said, our reputation and and what we've done in the business in such a short amount of time has pretty much sold itself, and and I can't be nothing more than grateful for that, and and especially you reaching out to me to be on this podcast is very humbling, and uh, it it just solidifies what we're doing in the business to see people react this way to it, and I'm very honored
2: to be here. I appreciate it. You know, and, uh, you know, one of my uh, all time uh, favorite heroes in the radio business um, taught me one thing back in the day. You know, if you can uh, help somebody else out with your show, uh, whether it be trading out advertising for merchandise or trading out whatever, uh, you help them, they help you, and uh, they don't pay anything, you don't pay anything, and then you help each other out. And you build you build your brand that way, and it's an right. awesome thing. Yeah, the, there's there's a lot more things value more valuable than money these
5: days, and 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 people look at the at the dollar amount and they don't and they try to translate that into support or they try to translate that into like success. But uh, I don't operate. Of course, you have bottom lines to meet. Of course, you have profit margins to hit. But I'm in a position to where I don't need boot and heel money to survive so I can take these extra risks and say, hey, I'll sponsor this or I'll do this for you without being concerned about money in that fashion. And um, we're partnered with GIPW. Um, We're on Fight TV down there. Uh, Moved them from an 80-person bar into a 300-person venue, and they're drawing, um, and they're up and coming in the Georgia scene, which is very competitive. Um, Elevate Pro, um, CWF, um, ICWA in um, Morristown, Tennessee. It's just uh, – I can't explain it, man. It's just, like, really hard for me to grasp the impact that that, that we have made on other people's lives in pursuing their dream. And it's just, I go to sleep and I'm just like, man, like, what the heck did we just create sometimes? And it's, I love it. I'm just enjoying the ride, man. I'm I'm a normal person like everyone else. Like, I'm not sitting on a throne as the president of a company. I'm like in the trenches with these events and these promoters and trying to find new ways to, to get their business out there and to, to draw fans and, and to uh, get these talents to the next level and these promotions to the next level. And, and that's what the business model is. The business model was never to get rich. So um, it's, it's how what can we do for you that can build us? And uh, when I was 18 years old, I started my first business, and I joined a group called B&I, which the founder was Dr. Ivan Meisner of, of that uh, business networking group. And um, their main emphasis I've carried with me to every business that I've owned um, is if you help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. So that's just what we're trying to do. Is we're trying to help enough people to get where they want to be so that we can get where we want to be. And, it's, and it's, that strategy working, and I don't see that changing anytime in the, in the, the near future.
2: Uh, David Long is our guest here. We've got about five minutes here with David, so we can uh, get to see. And if our fans wanted to uh, uh, catch up with you and find out what you're doing and uh, have you make some shirts like some of the independent wrestlers that we have on, how do they find you? you got an Instagram, a Facebook, a YouTube, a GoFundMe, a Twitter, a Twitch. What do you got? So uh,
5: not on Twitter, which I probably should be, Um but we're on Instagram at Boot and Heel Gear. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com/forward/slash/bootandheel. We're on YouTube, uh, Boot and Heel TV. Um, you can find our promotions and talent through there. Make sure that you're following and liking their pages as well, because this is all about them um, and pushing their brand. So. If you see a talent or a video that you like that's posted, make sure you follow them and, and show your support that way. Um, Where We are having an event. I'm not a promoter, but for WrestleMania weekend, I am. Uh, like I said, I partnered with uh, GCW down in Tampa, Florida. Uh, we are having an event called The Exhibition down there. Um, and that that ticket link uh, to Eventbrite is The Exhibition. Com. we're having uh, early bird um, ticket sales right now until March 6th so go check that out uh, all the event flyers are being posted and shared um, across social media right now uh, we've got Garrison Creed um, AJ Daniels out of o- OVW we've got the neon blondes out of, uh, out of Pennsylvania um, We've got the the international superstars, um, Blanco Loco and Dream Girl Ellie, um, Shalandra uh, Royal, who was on AEW Dark. Uh, And then we got some some people that are coming up in the scene at a nightmare factory. Uh, We've got the Revenant, Brian Andrews, uh, Brax out of Alabama. Um, It's just going to be a great event. We're just all trying to have a good time and, and show the support to the indie scene uh with the with the amount of viewers and uh attendees that are gonna be attending WrestleMania weekend and um just showing love out there.
2: That's awesome. And uh we have David Lano as our guest here. And uh what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send you over uh through the uh, uh Instagram page um, uh, some of our logos and then uh see what you guys can do about uh, making some uh, designs for us. That'd be awesome. And uh And then, um, uh, you know, we'll uh, uh, have you do some designing for a a Granny Hulkster shirt, which I think would be really
3: cool. I wanted to share with you, too, David. Uh, My real name is Lori Burt, but on my Facebook page, it's Lori Burt, and then I have Granny Hulkster in parentheses. My profile picture is a picture of me wearing my original Granny shirt, and the background behind it, one of my photographer friends He came up with that red and yellow background, which is pretty cool. I'm, like, flexing my muscles in the picture. But (laughs) but if you go to my Facebook page, you can see what my original granny shirt looks like. You know, this is what you're going to do with granny old shirt. And I've got a bunch of on that shirt. I mean, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Tommy Dreamer, Rock and Roll Express, Beautiful Bobby Eaton, you name it. I mean, I probably got Mm -hmm. them on there, so
5: that that's awesome you definitely made your name in the business
3: well one of my one of my independent wrestling friends posted on my facebook page one day he says you know it's funny when you get a better pop and you're more recognizable than most professional wrestlers because see when tcw was running they did tv tapings and they still show the old reruns down in the little rock area on tv Right. So I still, and they quit running in Arkansas in 2013, and I still to this day, still have people come up and say, "Hey, aren't you that lady on from T Aren't you Granny?" <laughs> I mean, it, it's it, it's amazing. It, I mean, I have people come up. I have adult men. I I went to a wrestling show in Kansas City two days before my birthday in 2016 and we went over to Hooters after the wrestling show to get something to eat and these two adult men they were at the wrestling show. I didn't know who they were but they came running up to me. Granny can we get our picture with you? And I'm like I'm just a fan. I'm not a wrestler you know people. I'm just a fan like you all are. Um,
1: That's
5: that's the the cool thing about wrestling is that even the fans...
1: I can, we do have a fellow five one eight er on. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Our next is right on.
2: Uh well I tell you what, we David, we gotta wrap this up and I do appreciate you taking uh time on your schedule tonight. We are definitely gonna have you on again. Uh and uh I sent all the information over through uh the Instagram page. Uh I hate to cut this short, but our next guest is on, but we will have you on again though. Hey, business is business
5: and y'all do y'all keep on doing great things
2: and and I would love to join y'all back again, and
5: let the last, uh, let the next guest know that uh, we support him and uh, or her, and uh, and we'll be tuning into that that interview.
2: All Thanks, right, David. and then what I'll have you do then is uh, uh, um, I will uh, I will uh, contact you after the show, and then we'll. Uh, well,
1: Icon, do a- Icon, I can cut him. Here's the thing. I can leave him on mute if he wants to listen to, to the next interview. Because if if I if I if I hit the dump button, it's going to cut him off. He's going to have to go back onto the website do all that. But I can leave him on mute if he wants to listen into it. Okay, that's yeah. fine if he wants to. Yeah, no problem, no problem. I'll do that.
2: Yeah, I'd love to listen. Okay, to- all right. We well, we'll, well, we'll put you on mute, and uh, we'll bring you back on at the end of the show then.
5: Hey, if you want to recap, and yeah, like, I'm I'm cool with that. I've got. I've got about another hour free of time So uh, whatever y'all want to do That's sufficient for your uh, All right. Well, Here's then. I'll
2: put you on hold and we'll bring our next guest on And then uh, we'll come
5: back There
1: we go So yeah, so we got him on mute So I can, we got a uh, a fellow I'm actually kind of excited We got a fellow 518er on here A uh, fellow upstate New Yorker like myself uh, We're about All to right. find out exactly Where they are from So uh, I'll let you do your introduction We'll go from there Ladies and gentlemen
2: Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She gives new meaning to the word, I feel like a Kennedy. Ladies and gentlemen, she is the beautiful. She is the awesome. She is the I'm going to kick your ass in the middle of the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Kennedy Copeland. (laughs)
0: Hey, this is Kennedy Copeland. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the Big Swing and Granny Hulkster.
1: Yeah, but uh, well, Big Henry. Swing's the only one that truly matters. Um, question for you. No, I'm just kidding. Granny and I both do. Um, but... <laughs> Anyway, sorry, Icon. Um, I got to ask because we don't get a lot of people from my home area code on here very often. We get people from all over the world and all over the country. Uh, in fact, we're the number one podcast in South Africa, which is actually pretty cool. Wow. Uh, but whereabouts where where, where, where in upstate New York are you? Uh, So
0: I'm actually from Albany, New York.
1: Oh, you Okay, so the studio that we're coming to you live from, you see, Icon is out in Fargo, North Dakota, uh granny's in uh arkansas i i forgot the town granny don't shoot me but out in in arkansas oh there it is springdale arkansas uh, Arkansas. and and i'm actually broadcasting live from from albany new york in fact i'm in latham at the moment uh so yeah uh, yeah so a fellow albany uh person right here so that's that's i got some music going on in the background because i'm at the radio station so i got music at this one side and the other side so that's what you hear in the background but uh 518 and not – see, ICON, 518 goes from just, like, outside the city, like up near Targetese area, you know, all the way to Canada. So I thought maybe, ah, okay, she could be somewhere, you know, way north. Right. But no, she's in New York, that 10 minutes wide? from me, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah
2: I'll tell you. So, anyways. Uh, swing here. All right, hold on a second. Now, Kennedy, your last name is Copeland, uh, and uh, I'm just kind of curious. Uh, have you heard of this guy?
1: It's, oh, it's oh can you not find the sound bite
2: you think you, bite you
0: know me <laughs> On have you ever oh. heard of that guy edge god i wish you kept playing it
1: <laughs> well okay you see every time he plays it though i uh i i get i get tingles the um Edge Same. rated our superstar Edge, and not not you know benefit of flash photography Edge, but from Edge from '05 till he retired uh, is my favorite of all time. So Icon kind of trolls me with that, and the fact that your name is Copeman is intriguing, and you're from my hometown, which is intriguing. So uh, Icon, I know you got some questions. I'm gonna pop in on this one too as soon as I switch over to commercial on the other station here, and uh, yeah, I'm actually interested to, interested to hear this one.
2: So uh, we have Henry Kiplman as our guest here. We have uh, 25 minutes here uh,
1: because
2: a big swing uh, hijacked the first five minutes of the interview. But uh, I'm just kind (laughs) of curious, you know, know, his real last name is Copeland. Your uh, last name is Copeland. Any uh, similarities or any um, relations there? I wish.
0: (laughs) Uh, No, I just really admire the man. Um, So I figured I would kind of Christ and myself, Copeland, uh, as a nod to him.
2: Well, there you go.
0: And, uh,
2: what, what, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you a few questions and then, uh, we'll go around table and then we'll come back to me and ask you the, the tough questions. But, uh, so, oh, boy. Uh, if you want to give us a little background about yourself, uh, then we'll, uh, have some fun with the interview. Go
0: ahead. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> um, well, I'm gonna just use that as kind of a segue, um, and just say that I was—I've been a fan of uh, of Edge and wrestling in general since I was about five years old. Um, I've been watching since kindergarten, and I kind of knew it was something that I was gonna do ever since then. Um, there wasn't really any any doubt in my mind, um, and he's just been somebody who's been so instrumental, not just in my career, but pretty much in my life. Um, The reason I wanted you to keep playing that song is because I also love Alter Bridge. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I'm just very fortunate that I kind of discovered them through edge and everything. Um, So yeah, I'm just a huge edge fan girl and a huge Alter Bridge fan (laughs) girl. So now when you,
2: uh, with your time in the business, and uh it it, it is kind of cool uh and i probably shouldn't say this but uh for for our our fans that uh, would like to know uh what um what our guest looks like uh let's just say that uh uh i don't know if you still have the green hair or not but uh you know when i, I that collector's card I made for me that look on your face it, you you know that look is like who can I destroy next? Would you agree with that?
0: Oh, hundred percent. And yes I do still have the green hair. <laughs> Slowly fading, but it's still there.
2: And uh, you know, um I, I I shouldn't do this, but uh you know, in in a way you you kinda she for those of you who don't know what she looks like, she's like kinda like a cross between uh Stacy Kebler and, oh. um, um, and, uh, the, the gal that you always wanted to date in high school, but would never give you the time of day.
0: <laughs> that is what I've never heard before. Oh my well, word. You, you, I'm going to take that and run well, with it. Okay.
2: Well, there you go. Uh, and uh, you're beautiful and I'm attracted to you, but that's the story of the session. We, we got to get, we got to continue. The so no, now when you're, going. when you're wrestling, uh, are would you consider yourself to be uh a, a baby face, a heel, an in-betweeny or are you more of a crowd thinks of what you are type wrestler?
0: Um I guess i kind of gravitate more towards being a face. Um i mean i just want everyone to like me. <laughs> but I've also been to I the- I have I have the same problem too. <laughs> right.
2: Oh. Uh but people don't oh, like You feel me? me. Uh <laughs> Uh, Not even my co host. Uh, But anyway, uh, we're going to throw it over to Granny. Uh, Granny, we have uh, Kennedy Copeland as our guest here. We have 22 minutes. What do you got for a guest? Go ahead, Granny. What do you got?
3: Well, thank goodness she's face because Granny, I'm not a wrestler, by the way. I'm just a huge fan of the sport. I do not like the heels. I can talk some pretty good smack (laughs) to the heels when I have to. So I'm glad to hear that you're kind of on the face side.
0: (laughs) No, thank you.
3: So, if you had an opportunity to have a dream match, who would you want to face and why? Um, so, my first thought
0: just automatically went to Mickey James. Um, she was somebody that I, like, absolutely idolized <laughs> in junior high. Um, she's kind of who really got me into women's wrestling.
3: Um and yeah, I I just I would love for that to happen. Well I actually got to see Mickey James at a independent show in two thousand twelve in Fort Smith, Arkansas at Traditional Championship Yay. Wrestling. And uh, yeah, she was really super nice. And I have a friend that worked up in New York. he You know, he used to work for the airport up there and everything, and so he would okay. see a lot of the wrestlers. He would see a lot of the WWE superstars come, and she, he saw Alexa Bliss and Mickey James one time there at the airport, and he was telling Alexa Bliss about me. And now, mind you, I'd only met Mickey just the one time. She says, Granny Hulkster, I remember her, sweet lady. But she says, Bliss, you would not want to piss that woman off. Because the match mm-hmm. she was facing, she was facing a girl by the name of uh, cheerleader Melissa. And oh, of course oh my Melissa God. was the yeah. heel person, you know, and I was hollering at her and she was telling me, you crazy old woman, sit down and shut up, you know? And Mickey says, hey, leave my granny alone, you know? Oh. And, but I mean, I'm only 58. Of course this was 2012, so this would've been nine years ago. So. I would have been like 51 then, but you know, but I love, I love independent wrestling. I love watching the sport. I love getting, interacting with the wrestlers. It's just, it's a blast. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> uh,
2: Kennedy Copeland is our guest here. We have, uh, 18 minutes here with Kennedy, So, um, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to ask you uh, a question I ask all the independent wrestlers that are on, and nobody has ever answered it the same way, so I'm going to put it to you. It's a two-part question.
1: Okay, uh, let's say hear it. That
2: you're, let's say that you're at an event, and like a, an official from AEW or Ring of Honor or WWE sees a match, and they come and talk to you and say, hey, you know what, you've got to come down and uh, try out for us. We think you do pretty good for us. Two-part question. One, is that something you want to do? and two, because you have the drive and you have the look and you look better than any diva that's out there now today, uh, oh. is that something you want to do? And, B, if you do get that big-time contract, would you not big-time us and still be our friend and still talk to us? Oh,
0: stop. <laughs> of course. Um, I've actually been asked this question recently, uh, and I've, I honestly don't know. Um, I think I would definitely give it a shot. Um not quite sure how well I would fare. Um, Yeah, I I would say I would at least try. Um, I don't know if it's really, I don't want to say it's not something that I want. Um, Right now my goals are just, they're realistic. They're just to have fun. Um, But if something like that were to kind of, if I were to come across that, um, I mean, hey, why not? So, you know, being
2: um being a you know a female wrestler in the business, you know how you know how they used to start out, uh, how uh, the WWE, for instance, used to female uh, feature female wrestlers and bra and panties matches and gravy bowl matches and pillow fights and stuff like that. Now, the the WWE has really helped evolve women's wrestling, I'll, I'll give them credit for that, I won't give them much credit for anything else but <laughs> do you feel that, uh, that they've uh, helped uh, change the perspective of women's wrestling and uh, you're uh, kind of um, uh, piggybacking on that I, that's not exactly the right word what I'm trying to say, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of right now but uh, do you mm-hmm. feel that they they helped change the perception of women's wrestling
0: that's actually a really interesting question. Um I would say, I don't know if they have changed it, but I do believe that their views have changed. Um Like I said, like it was Mickey James that got me into women's wrestling. And then I, you know, started getting into the likes of like Molina and Beth Phoenix and Jillian Hall. They had the talent the entire time. Um I just, I don't think they really saw them for, for what they were. Um So I, and you know, there's I I don't want to say there's not a time and a place for those sort of matches like the the brown panty matches and whatnot. Um, you know, looking back and watching them now, they're I'm not gonna lie, they're pretty fun. Um, but yeah, no, I I think it's more of just their own viewpoint changed, um, and they have since gone in a different direction. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really know. Uh, Kennedy Copel is our
2: guest here. We got about fifteen minutes here with Kennedy, but now with that, and uh, don't take this question the wrong way, but like those kind of matches, like wrong pins matches, that kind of stuff, you would never do those kind of
0: matches, correct? I personally uh, don't feel as though I would fit in with that, Um, and that was something that I kind of struggled with growing up. Um, I knew I wanted to be a wrestler, but that's because you know. I grew up, like I said, I've been watching since kindergarten. So I grew up on the like yep. of like China and Sable. And to me, Sable... so are you?
1: So are you saying like you're you're kind of again? I I missed a little bit on on this because I'm bouncing back and forth between stations. But uh, if you don't mind me asking, I know you never ask a woman this, but it but it's relevant to the question. So how old are you? <laughs>
0: uh so I'm actually I'm in my twenties. Uh, okay, so yeah, so so you you were right on the talent
1: so You were right in the tail end, sort of the attitude area at Sable. I was actually going to say I kind of bounce off that question. Um, when I was growing up, I'll be 33 in August. When I was growing up, the women's matches were, you know, bronze panties matches, evening gown matches, uh, you know, mud wrestling matches, you know, uh, all sorts of different, you know, Vaseline wrestling matches and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I've noticed, I've noticed now that, and, 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 you know, since maybe, since Trish Stratus and Lita really kicked it off uh, in the early 2000s, um, wrestling now for women. In fact, a lot of the times the women's matches are more competitive and more entertaining than a lot of the men's matches. At least on the WWE side, I think. And so I'm looking at this now and and, and thinking from a, from a female wrestler perspective, um, it's got to be empowering uh, to you to see women come so far and be competitive and, and, and have Becky Lynch headline WrestleMania and and have you know something that you do and that you take pride in. And something you've been doing for so long, because independent, you know, the independent cycle does matches. They don't do all the TV gimmicks that WWE does or, or did. Uh, it's got to be liberating for you to, to see that women's wrestling has is, is, is come to such a forefront.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, I, like I said, I grew up on the likes of China and Sable, and I mean, yeah. I didn't, I, I remember vividly. Telling my dad I wanted to be like Sable, and he's like, "Well, I don't know about that."
1: Sable, okay. <laughs> Cause he was well, the, Sable was a little yeah, bit more Sibon. of a sex symbol than she was a wrestler, but uh, right.
0: I, I mean, I, I remember, I remember her like power bombing the dudes, and to me, I'm like, "Cool."
4: Oh yeah, uh, so yeah. She, I, yeah, yeah, I remember who like, did that. Yeah,
0: and but so but if I'm, you
1: actually watch her in the ring, she was actually she was actually pretty sloppy in the ring. I mean, uh, if you're looking at somebody like a like a you know, let's say, like I said, Trish Stratus or Mickie James or Alita, a little bit more polished, but uh, Icon, you knew this was coming. You knew this was coming because I have to ask it. Uh, I don't know if you watch wrestling still. A lot of people have tuned it out because WWE's garbage in the last five years, but uh, how do you feel about my favorite, the, the female edge, in my opinion, uh, Alexa Bliss? Oh!
0: The female edge?
1: Well, in terms of my favoritism towards them, yes.
0: Oh, I see I would say that's a very interesting comparison um I yeah. actually was a i when she first started i was a, i was so on board um I think she's ridiculously athletic and whatnot um uh, and for being so of,
1: small too yeah
0: right, and that's the thing it's compelling that she is that small um so you know i don't want to compare myself to her or anything i mean i wish sure, i sure. was as fit as she is but it's it's cool to look at that and see like oh you know somebody who's kind of my you know pretty much my stature is out there doing this mm-hmm. so i can do it too
1: well i will put i will put uh put put you in some shoes here and 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 have you and have you throw a name out and say if you look Ring presence wise, and and I know you already mentioned Sable as an inspiration to you. But if but if, if there's anybody in in modern era wrestling that you look at yourself and you watch your matches back and you watch them in the ring and you say, okay, I'm the most like this person. Who would it be? Uh,
0: in terms of like the physical appearance, I get compared to Ruby Riot a lot. Um, okay, who I right. actually want to like face, um. Pretty much my—I don't say my persona, but just in terms of, you know, my in-ring arsenal, everything. <laughs> this is kind sure, of sure. Uh, kind of far-fetched, but I want to be like just like Kurt
1: Angle in terms of intensity. Oh, that's interesting. And, okay, yeah, intensity, yeah. integrity, intelligence. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yep, I want to bring okay. all of that to the ring.
1: You're gonna shave your head too, or no?
0: I mean, I used to have it not <laughs> <half> shaved.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. No, Kurt Angle's a good one to be. In fact, uh, I um, I actually, uh, I actually enjoyed Kurt Angle. I, I enjoyed yelling "You suck" at my TV as a I loved it. So <laughs> I used but, to hate uh, him growing up, and now I, you know, it's coming
3: full
0: circle. Oh, really?
1: okay. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. So and yeah, and I uh, one one other thing then, I kind of I'll let you I'll let you jump back in on this interview because I do got to jump to the other station quick here. But uh, so growing up in the Albany area, um, what was what was a memorable like I'm assuming you went to wrestling shows. Uh, I'll oh, tell yeah. you what my most memorable moment was, um, and, and you tell me yours. Obviously, I was a little kid. I was real young. I was born in 88, so I was an 11-year-old kid when Austin did the beer bath. So I don't even really yeah. remember that in the, in the Times Union Center. But my most memorable moment, senior in high school, January of 2006, uh, when Edge cashed in the Money in the Bank yep. for the first time and became WWE yep. champion, I was there. I was in person for it. And that's probably the reason why I liked Edge uh as much as I do. And another reason too is because Edge used to listen to 103.1 the cat whenever yes. he came into town. It was his favorite station. Uh and, and, and now they the used to be called well, well they used to be called the Edge. Now they're yep. called something else. But that's how he that's how he helped to pick his name. So a couple of reasons I love Edge, uh yes. from from a hometown standpoint. Um but but what what was your right, moment as an Albany as an Albany fan? Uh, in the times union center or or elsewhere
0: uh that and his retirement i was there for both
1: ah okay i was not there for the retirement um i wish i was i i I was out of town i was working at that point uh and and i i couldn't make it but i was there for the cash in which was still the most memorable moment to me so
0: for sure
1: but uh i definitely wish i was because i see i didn't know he was retiring and, and, and when, when I'm watching back, I, I get back in town from work and I'm watching the replay and it's in Albany and he retires. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I missed that. And it was, I, I, I could walk to the times genius center and, and I missed that. I was like, Oh my goodness. So yeah. But you know, it is what it is. You're living, you learn. All right. Icon, I'm going to uh, throw this back over to you guys and uh, I'll pop back in with a couple minutes. All
2: right. Uh, Kennedy Cope was our guest here. We got about eight minutes here left with Kennedy because, uh, a big Swing finally has hijacked the show a little bit. But uh, we're going to touch on this here real quick. Uh, we're not going to spend too much time on it. But uh, before, we, before we do that, if our fans want to check you out and see what you're doing and follow you, do you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe? What do you
0: got? Oh, man, there's there's so much nowadays. Um, I do have a Facebook, but I usually just post memes and stuff. Um, so... You'd be better off finding my Instagram, which is b kennedy copeland, all one word. Um, I also have Twitter, which is just kennedy copeland, um, but every every e is replaced with a three because I could not find a username that I wanted.
2: That's awesome, and uh, like I said, we're not going to spend too much time on this, but uh, I would have to ask uh, ask this. Um, you know, COVID we all know sucks, but uh, what? Uh, how has COVID affected your career and what you're doing? With what's uh, what you got going on?
0: Kind of, I don't want to say in poor taste, but COVID's like the best thing that could have ever happened for me. Um, in terms of, I it's given me a break that I needed. I was starting to get burnt out. Um, you know, it has forced companies to kind of get creative, um, and a lot have been doing tapings and I've just been able to, you know, I don't want to say not take it as serious, but it's, it's allowing me to have fun. Um, it's giving me the opportunities to just go out there and wrestle and kind of just hone my craft. Um, so, you know, by the time shows actually do start to come around and we do allow fans and everything, hopefully I'll be better. Um, so it's honestly been a blessing in disguise well speaking of that uh i'm going to ask you uh
2: april third twenty twenty one there's something going on that day what's happening that day april third uh april third twenty twenty one saturday what's going on that day
0: uh i actually have oh god i just filled my planner today i should know this <laughs> oh my uh, kind of packed I have. You, you, you're you're going to be going up against
2: some guy by the name of Nicholas and some guy dude named Matt.
0: One of my favorite yeah. opponents. So that's actually later in the evening, and then I have a set of tapings earlier that day. So that's why I was like, oh, which one? <laughs> so that's going to be a wild so, day. For me.
2: Uh, well, I know that you're going to kick uh, kick those guys' asses because uh, not only can you do that, but uh, you actually look much better than them, of course,
4: because oh, you're you're who damn. you are, but.
2: And then, well, you know, uh, I, I know I can't ha- hold a candle to uh, any any guy you've ever dated, but uh, you know, oh. I, I could come, I, I could come in like a close fifty. Uh, and then the oh other, uh, you also you also got something going on uh, April twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. What's going on then?
0: Oh my god, I have two things that day too. <laughs> so I actually uh, you, have, <laughs> I have Invictus in like the afternoon, I'm in a ladder match, and then I have to drive my arse on over to Intergender Bonanza. Hopefully I won't be dead by then.
2: Uh, Yeah, you're
0: uh, going up against some goop named Sean. Some goop. He's actually a really good buddy of mine. Um, He's somebody that has given me all the opportunities in the world, um, and so I'm forever indebted to him. Well,
2: it's just that I, I'm looking. Uh, see, here's the deal. I am a big fan of yours. That's one of the reasons why I wanted you on the show. But I mean, I'm looking at I'm 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 looking at uh, your uh, the picture of this guy, and you think he's like something right out of uh, 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 the sheriff of Nottingham's castle or something. The way that he's smiling <laughs> like that is just kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's just that's just my opinion. He's just a uh, happy guy. <laughs> Yeah, you got uh you've got, you've had a, uh, you like to wrestle the guys and you like to kick their ass. I know that, but uh uh you uh you just wrestle guys or do you uh like to take off females too?
0: I'll take whoever crosses my path. I just kind of find myself in these situations, so <laughs> And uh, the other
2: thing I, I I'm going to ask is uh, you know we have uh, 3 minutes here with Kennedy here uh and then our our next guest calls in but uh real quick here uh could you tell us uh, what your finishing maneuver is what the name of it is what's it called and uh how you uh incapacitate your comp- your opponent
0: um well my finisher kind of used to be a running knee um Appropriately called the Kenna Knee um, Lately that hasn't Really been working out for me It hasn't been putting them away So I've been resorting to the arm bar. Um And if somebody can have a If they can come up with a clever name for that Totally appreciate that Well you know
2: it, It's funny you mentioned the knee uh, I don't know if you remember back in the day But uh, Brutus the Reefcake When he was known as the booty man uh, oh, geez. Do you remember what his finishing maneuver was called? His finishing I, maneuver was called the, the high knee.
0: <laughs> oh, I see what he did there.
2: There you go. I, I didn't realize until, uh, <laughs> until he explained it to me. It's like, oh, I get it now. The booty man, the high knee. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what, Kennedy, uh, you have been a blast. We got Unfortunately, we only got 90 seconds here with you, and uh, I wish I, I had the rest of my life with you, but that's another story.
0: Oh, my God. You're uh, too funny.
2: Well, I try, you know. Uh, <laughs> like I say, you know, when I was when I was in high school, I wanted to date a cheerleader like you, but they never went for guys like me. Oh, please! I mean, I just
0: well, I mean, I look, had three older sisters, had... and they were all cheerleaders, and I wasn't.
2: <laughs> well, look, I mean, the girls in the Spanish club were fine, but I did not understand <laughs> what they were saying a lot. So there you go. Oh That's my goodness! Story. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what, Kennedy, we do we do appreciate uh, you joining us. And uh, I do want to send you out with uh, a little present here.
4: You think you know me? On this <laughs> day, I see clearly there was <laughs> a to
3: life. And I'll tell you what, hopefully, if we. <laughs> And hopefully if Damn. we haven't secured you waste too much, uh, you'd be willing to join us
2: again. And hopefully uh, uh, we're going to do, I'm going to announce this contest here real quick. Uh, anybody that likes our, our our show page from the end of the show to the beginning next week, uh, will have a chance to uh, win some autographs. And hopefully, Kenny, you'll be able to send us a few so we can uh, uh, use it. Yes, up giveaways I got to get those to yeah. yeah. you. Yes. You point. still have the address and everything? Oh, yeah. And I one other thing I'm gonna say I mention before uh you go, I do wanna thank you for uh dropping the restraining order on me. Uh because I promise I won't call you at two in the morning anymore. I promise. So <laughs> thanks for dropping the restraining order. I appreciate that.
0: My pleasure. Thanks, Kennedy. Awesome. Thank you thanks, guys Kennedy, so much. You're awesome. All right, oh, so we wanna have you on again, definitely. <laughs> that was good. Can't wait.
2: <clears throat> All right, thanks, Kennedy. All right, Kennedy Copeland, ladies and gentlemen. What an awesome interview that was. And I knew that uh, uh, that was the, the surprise I had for the big swing because uh, I knew that he would recognize the uh, the area coach, so I knew that he'd have a lot to ask about. Oh, of course. So we just waiting for our next guest, and I think, as a matter of fact, I think he's on. So we're going to go right to it, and then uh, we'll have some fun here. Ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. The golden man himself, when he steps in the ring, it's like hitting an iceberg.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Sheldon Goldberg. All right, well, uh, hey, this is Sheldon Goldberg from New England Championship Wrestling. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with hosts, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster.
2: Hey Sheldon, how are you
4: buddy? I'm good, it's good to be on with you guys
2: Well we appreciate good to have you taking you on. The time on your schedule to uh, join us here uh, What we're going to do here real quick Is if you can give us a quick little background about yourself Then we'll ask you some cool questions and then we'll have some
4: fun Alright, sounds good to me uh, I'm the owner of New England Championship Wrestling up here in the Boston area uh, The company has been in business for 20 years It's our 20th year right now Um and uh, that's uh, basically my story in a nutshell. And
2: uh, now, uh, as a promoter, uh, I was just kind of curious, what kind of uh, promoter you are? Are you like uh, like a Vince McMahon who sends his troops out? Uh, are you like a Paul Heyman that likes to uh, be in the spotlight and uh, makes an appearance every now and then? Are you like a Triple H that will screw somebody if they get over before you?
4: Uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, the, the, the show is about the talent. It's not about me. I mean, I—you may hear me as the announcer uh, doing commentary and so forth, but you'll rarely see me these days. And, and frankly, I'm—I'm I'm, I'm moving myself out of the commentary position completely, just so I can focus on business stuff. So, um, so we—we—I I like to think of us as a talent showcase.
2: You know, and you know, uh, I was just going to mention. You know, you're uh, you're you have the perfect voice uh, uh, to be a commentator. You know, and it's actually uh, are you uh, are you are you moving away from the booth because uh, you're
4: just you're just
2: bored with it, or uh, is it just uh, something that you you feel it's time
4: to move on? Well, you know, I I want to really in the coming year or so really expand our business greatly. And in order to do that I'm gonna need to, to, to you know keep my focus on the business end of things as opposed to the upfront part of things. Yeah, you, know, you might might hear me doing some voiceovers here and there and whatnot, but um you know, I, I wanna bring talent along in all phases of our business. So uh, that includes the booth, so
2: so uh now
4: where uh, where do you guys usually do your shows at? Well we're we're based in the Boston area. Uh, we have done shows all around New England, but we're based primarily in the Boston area.
2: Now, uh, do you uh, now you mentioned in the Boston area. So, do you guys like go all over Boston? Do you have like uh, like your own arena that you like your home base?
4: Well, that, that's what we're working on. We've, we've had different venues over the years. Um, you know, venues are a, a real challenge these days in in this area, anyway. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're in hot pursuit of our own venue that we can control uh, 100% of the time so we can expand our business and become basically a full-time operation. Now, the idea of running once a month or once every other month or two times a month or whatever, that we want to get away from that and we want to build what we have into a full-time business.
2: So, then would you want to do shows uh, uh, every weekend, uh, a couple times a week? What is your goal?
4: A um, couple of times a week, two to three times a week. I, I think that independent wrestling, uh, such as it is, is underrun. Uh,
2: Sheldon Goldberg's, I guess, here. We've got about 35 minutes here with Sheldon. So now, do you also want to try and get like a uh, like a deal with like a local cable provider or Fight TV or something on Roku? Is that also on the horizon for you?
4: We're we're in talks on a streaming deal actually right now. We, we've had a couple of runs on local TV, um, and they were they had varying degrees of success, but uh, we're in talks now for a streaming deal, and we're kind of excited about that. So. Uh, It might be that streaming might be in combination with broadcast or something else local remains to be seen. But um, we'll we'll be doing some kind of television, whether it's streaming or whether it's conventional broadcast in the near
2: future. And uh, um, uh, at the end here, I'll... uh uh, we have a guy on hold. I, I, I might. I'll, I'll have to hook you up with him. Uh, he uh, does merchandising and makes shirts and stuff. So maybe you guys could hook up and he could do some shirts for you. But uh, here's what we're gonna do. Here we're gonna do a little roundtable. Here we got uh Sheldon Goldberg. We got 34 minutes. Uh, Sheldon, I want to introduce you to the ultimate ringside fan.
4: Uh, All right.
2: And it's Granny Hulcher, and uh, I think she would be great if she could come out to one of your shows. Granny, what do you (laughs) got for our guest, Sheldon Goldberg? Go ahead.
3: Well, I am Granny Holkster. My real name is Boyd Burt, but uh, just a gimmick name because I love the sport so much. I'm not a wrestler, even though I've had a lot of wrestlers trying to threaten to throw me in the ring a few times, but I don't like the heels. I I can talk some pretty good smack to the heels when I have to. So, and I've been told that I kind of like I've had a lot of promoters tell me that they're always happy when I'm there because I kind of help get the crowd going. I'm, you know, people see me stand up and holler and interact, so they know that it's okay to to do that too. They're just not sitting there, not doing anything. How big of a roster do you have uh, at your uh, organization?
4: It, it varies. It goes anywhere from like eighteen to twenty-five, twenty-six something like that.
3: You know, okay. we've been
4: we've been pretty much shut down because of the pandemic. Yeah. So once we, we're able yeah, to restart I mean, and run live shows in the area, we'll we'll be rebuilding our roster and and yeah. when we get to a point where we're going to be going full time, um we're going to be expanding that roster so it'll probably be like more like 30 to 35. Okay. Yeah. Um I, by, I the way, by the way, you, you yeah. sound like a fan, you sound like a fan after my own heart, Granny Hulkster. So I'm, I'm going to extend to you an invitation. Should you ever, should we be running in our in in this area when you're around,
5: you are welcome
4: to come as my guest. I'm going to put you right up front where where the, the the heels can hear you and you can cuss them out to your heart's delight.
3: Oh well, you know I I, I appreciate that. Yeah, we've had the same issues here. I live in Springdale, Arkansas, and we've got a couple of local federations. Um, one of them just. Started back up, and hopefully, Arkansas Championship Wrestling, which they made me president of their fan club before they even did their first show. Hopefully, we'll be able to start our shows back up in March. Now, I do go to some shows in Oklahoma, but um, I would love
4: it. I mean, well, I, I hope know they know that they're I'm lucky ready. to have you.
3: I don't know if I'll ever get up in your part of the country or not but I've never been up from the east coast like that but you know I would definitely appreciate the invitation cuz I love like I said I love the sport I love interacting with the wrestlers and like I said I'm not afraid of them I just was at a show Saturday night here in Springdale and one of the wrestlers he's from Texas and he uh had not been at the last two shows, and they said that if he didn't show up, they were going to fire him. Well, he came out, and it was kind of funny because when they showed the video of him at first, he was standing in front of a building where I actually go play bingo at, and so I really had to rough him up when he finally came out. I said, Well, you decided to show up, Will, all day. I thought maybe you changed your mind and was gonna go play bingo for the night, you know. And <laughs> he started trash talking me. He said, You know, fans, she's really good, especially in bed and I said, Well all day, this is a family show. Keep it clean and you know, and he and he says, Well, I'm in charge of this company now, granny, and you're gonna have to listen to me. And I said, oh, is that so? I said, you think you're man enough? Why don't you come down here and say that to my face? And I said, you haven't got the nerve to do that. And I got to tell you a funny story. I had a wrestler one time. This happened about four years ago. I'm 58, so I was 54 at the time. He was being the heel. And he says, Granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home?
4: And I grabbed my
3: (laughs) keys out of my purse. And I threw my fist up in his face with my keys in my fist in my hand. I said, <laughs> baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building. And he ran <laughs> out screaming. <laughs> That's great.
4: So I, uh,
3: I love my wrestling.
4: Well, I'm glad you do. You're Sports lucky to have you. Well, thank you. Uh, Sheld-
2: Sheldon Goldberg is our guest here. We got about 30 minutes. Now, uh, you know, I was wondering, hopefully that you'd be willing to uh, extend the same uh, offer to me. I would love to come up there. And, Absolutely. Uh, maybe do, I was uh, when you before you came on there. I was kind of doing a little audition for a uh, guest ring announcer. Uh, I think I would love to do that
4: for you. Oh, that, that can be arranged. Absolutely.
2: There you go. Now uh, we like we we touched on a little bit. We're not going to go into it uh, uh, too much detail because you know COVID sucks, but uh what how badly has it impacted what you're doing out there
4: i'm sorry can you just repeat that I'm, i didn't quite catch it
2: okay well you know we all know that covid sucks we touched on it a little bit we're not going to spend too much time on it but uh right. how has covid affected you guys have you had to blank out your calendar at a certain point uh shows that will be rescheduled how is well, community?
4: we we've had to pretty much shut down because you, you really can't run a show in the state of Massachusetts. It's just not allowed. No no building will rent to you for one, and even if they were to rent to you, it's not legal. They you know, um, the state is just starting to open up a little bit as of this coming week, um. So we're not sure. You know, we're just kind of in limbo. What we've been concentrating on, because it's our 20th anniversary, is releasing old footage uh, in celebration of our 20th anniversary. In fact, uh, if you go to our YouTube channel, which is NECW Wrestling on YouTube, um, we released a a 20th anniversary collection, which is 20 matches that kind of sum up 20 years of New England Championship Wrestling. And it's an interesting series of matches. 17 major stars before they became famous. Everybody from John Cena to Eddie Edwards to Bobby Fish to um, Sasha Banks' first professional match. So there, there's lots of cool stuff there that you can check out. So and it's free. So if you get a chance, go and do that.
2: Now, will you uh, be putting uh, out like a like a anniversary DVD or anything like that or a Blu-ray?
4: We decided to release it on YouTube, and we did that for a couple of reasons. One is, um, we're, we're, like I say, we're in the process of, of, of kind of remaking our business on a bigger scale. And what we wanted to do is really put sort of the case out there that, you know, there's a lot of potential in, in, in our corner of the business, and we've been able to sort of catch the interest of a number of industry people um, not so much wrestling industry people, but um, you know, people in the streaming industry, the broadcast industry, and so forth. And we, we've kind of used it to make our case to them. And so what we're in the process of doing is putting together the resources to really expand our business. And, and you know, the other thing, you know, the, the the DVD business is really falling. You know, not too many people are buying DVDs and Blu-rays in great number these days. So we thought the way to reach the most people. With this would just be to release it on YouTube and let everybody see it, and I think it makes a great case for our company. So, and I was happy to do it. You know, we, we do get some royalties from YouTube, not enough, of course, but we do get some royalties from YouTube. And uh, you know, we wanted to share it with everybody. We really wanted to make it a uh, as much of a celebration as we could make it, and we did that by trying to be as inclusive as possible and releasing it with no paywall was a, was a great way of doing that.
2: Uh Sheldon Goldberg is our guest here. We've got uh, 26 minutes here with Sheldon.
4: So now
2: you mentioned you've been uh, in business now for 20 years. Now, have you been with the company the whole that whole time?
4: Yep, I started it in 2000.
2: Okay, so I'm just kind of curious. You must have an extended video library of uh, all your different shows, I would guess. Yes, sir. Now, let me ask you this. And uh, I'll understand if you don't want to answer the question, but I, I just got to kind of put this out there. Uh, you know, you've heard of the, you know, the WWE network. Well, let let me ask you this. Let's say that uh, the WWE would contact you and say that they would like to uh, uh, put your library on their network as uh, in an independent segment. Is
4: that something that you'd want to do or stay away from? Everybody's got a price, as Ted DiBiase would say. If the interest was there, we'd, we'd, we'd certainly want to talk to them. But.
2: You know, and I think that would be really cool uh, that, um, you know, if, if something like that would happen to your company. So let me ask you this. Let's say that um, a fan, uh, for me, for instance, had uh, the second show that you ever put out there, and they contact you and say, hey, uh, can I buy footage of this match or uh, do you have a way that I can watch this particular match? How would you, uh, how would you oblige them?
4: Um, I'm not so sure that we would, We, we release what we release when we release it. Now we're in the process of getting ready to release a bunch of stuff. The question is where, so that, that's, you know, that that's what we're in the talks to do right now. So, um, now we have put some stuff on YouTube. Um, in addition to the 20th anniversary collection, we also have a, a series called NECW Legendary. There are playlists on YouTube, so you can check that out. There's a lot of cool stuff there. Some other stars before they became famous. Kofi Kingston's first promo is in that series. Um, everybody from uh, uh, Finn Balor, when he was known as Prince Fergal Devitt, um, he put in some... Uh, important time with our company before he became famous. Um, uh, it was a great match between Bobby Fish and Eddie Edwards. That's uh, something you want to go out of your way to catch. So, you know, we, we release this stuff when, when we release it. We really haven't, you know, been into like selling footage to people individually. It's just, you know, we have jobs apart from wrestling. So, you know, we're trying to change that. That's another reason we're, we're expanding our company. But, you know, it's hard to just drop everything. Oh, let me find this match for this guy. You know, we, we've had... We, I, I can't tell you how many requests we had for Sasha Banks' first professional match. We released it as part of the 20th anniversary collection, but we had dozens and dozens and dozens of requests for people who wanted to buy that match, wanted to see that match, et cetera. And, and it was out on DVD at one point in time. And, um, of course, that was long before she became famous. So... Um, by the time that these people came around and asked for it, dVD was out of print so um so we just made that available, and we're happy to do that for people when when the time comes to release things, we release them so so now
2: uh you know, going back twenty years in two thousand you know i mean that's uh you know dVD was you know just uh well it it had been around for a couple of years, but uh has your has your entire library uh, have you digitized it so it's uh, so it will be around for a long time? Uh, like, tr- or do you still have stuff on video, stuff on?
4: Uh... There, there is still stuff on video. Most most the most of the major stuff is is digitized. Um, there is some stuff that still needs to be digitized, but we do have everything. Um, we have some a couple of gaps in stuff that has not been digitized yet but eventually they will be um you know the major stuff though we we have plenty of stuff I mean the major stuff we decided to to um you know commit to um putting out there, at least in the 20th anniversary collection and and the legendary series and we have another series called NECW flashback so there are flashback matches that we put out one at a time um and and we've been doing that just to, you know the other thing too is we have had a couple of runs on TV and all those episodes are available online. So we've been, you know, reposting those and just to keep our name out there, just to, to you know, remind people that we're still here and that we're, uh, you know, to have them relive some of the stuff that we've done. So, you know, that that's been our thing, you know, we've been trying to just, you know, keep ourselves out there in some way, shape or form while we're waiting for the world to get back into to business, so to speak. Uh,
2: speaking of that, Sheldon Goldberg our guest here. We've got about 20 minutes. Uh, so, with that being said, now, um, do you already have in place a plan for when uh, you are able to launch? Do you know exactly uh, what you want to do, uh, how many matches you want to have, kind of like a, a return from uh, the COVID pandemic?
4: Uh, or
2: are you are you unable to reveal those plans at this time? I
4: can I can reveal a few things. We have a um, we've got a couple of fundraisers that we committed to do for good causes that we're going to take on, uh, and slowly ramp up. We're, as I say, we're we're in the process of trying to get a building. So once that's accomplished, that's when we uh, we go into full on mode. Uh, so that's awesome.
3: Now, um,
2: so. Let's say that uh our fans listening um they they're gonna be in uh, your local area when you guys are able to put on shows mm-hmm. uh, what kind of um what what can they expect is an all ages show uh, yeah will, will they be able to see cage matches uh, uh hardcore matches uh what 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 can they expect at a at a show
4: that you put on we we pride ourselves on being a, a family show. You know, our business has always been families with kids. You know, um, we, we don't pander, but, you know, um, you'll see the occasional cage match, the occasional hardcore match when it's appropriate. Well, I don't believe in overdoing anything, you know. Um, well, you know, we, we, we try to just, you know, give people good balls-to-the-wall action. And, uh, you know, when it's right to do... Uh, to up the ante and do gimmick matches or hardcore matches or whatever, then we'll do it. But when there's a reason to do it, we'll do it.
2: And uh, do, do your shows usually last uh, 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 usually a couple hours, three hours,
4: two hours? Yeah,
2: How long? Any, you anything more was? than
4: two and a half hours is too much, in my opinion. Right, exactly.
2: Now and that now includes that an intermission, said. so. Now, with that being said, like, do um, you have, like, uh, like uh, your, your ticket prices? Do you have, like, ringside is this price, a couple rows back at this price? Uh, do you, can you give us a breakdown of that, what
4: uh, fans can expect yeah, to pay to see one It depends on a couple of factors. It depends on the venue, and it depends on the situation. If we're doing a fundraiser for a group or an organization, they're the ones that set the ticket prices and not us. We, we, we have a recommendation <clears> that we make to them. We rarely do anything at this point in time over a $20 top. So it it, it, usually it's like 15 and 10, you know, 15 for adults, 10 for kids, or you know, whatever. Um, There may be situations where we charge a higher price for ringside or the first couple of rows, but it it really greatly depends. We've run lots of different venues, and the sizes of, of those venues vary. I'll give you an example. We had a, a venue that we used to run and do TV tapings out of in a town called Beverly, Massachusetts, which is north of Boston. And it is a relatively small building. It only held 150 people. But um, we had to run that with one price because of what it was. And we couldn't do, like, the front row this price and everything else because just, the venue was just too small. So, you know, again, the size of the venue and the type of the venue – often dictates what we can do. So, we try to keep it affordable. I think that's the beauty of independent wrestling is that it's affordable. Now, do you um
2: uh do you uh, also have the uh option if uh, fans wanted to uh meet the wrestlers uh, at intermission or at the end of the show? Do you guys have meet and greets? Do you guys Absolutely, uh, yeah. Absolutely. And uh now when you um when you uh, finally are able to put on your shows, do you, do you happen to have a time frame uh, about how long it will be before uh, things can get back to normal for you?
4: Or is it it's hard to take? say. That's going to be dictated by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. It's really not going to be dictated by us. Um, I am hoping that by next fall, everything is going to be back to what we considered normal before. Um, it could be sooner than that but it's hard to say really the decisions really aren't ours it's up to the state of massachusetts to to make those determinations and uh so
2: what, um, if our fans wanted, so we, so we can uh, get this in here, uh, we still have 15 minutes here with uh, Sheldon Goldberg. So if our fans wanted to uh, check you out and see what you got, you guys got a – I know you mentioned YouTube. I'll have you mention it again. But you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe. What do you got?
4: We have uh, our website, NECW.TV, and you can connect to anything else we have from there. Um, definitely check out our YouTube channel. A lot of great stuff there, and it's free. Um, On uh, Twitter, we're at at NECW, and we're on Facebook at NECW Wrestling. So check us out, like uh, us.
2: And with all this, uh, you know, with all the cool content that you mentioned you put on YouTube, is there one match that you'd want fans to gravitate towards that that you really want to get eyes on,
4: to say Hmm. that this is
2: what our company's about?
4: You know, that's an interesting question. If I had to narrow it down to one match, uh, hmm, that's a tough one. But I'll tell you what, in, in the NECW Legendary Series, there's a match between, uh, I, I mentioned it, Bobby Fish and Eddie Edwards. Both th- This was before both of them were famous. And uh, it, it's a tremendous match, about a half-hour match. Um, that, probably the best bell-to-bell match in the history of the company. So I would definitely check that out.
2: Now when you uh when you decided that that uh you were you wanted to launch
4: your company back
2: uh, back in uh 2000 uh did you um did you have um how can I put this did you uh just say I'm just going to go for it I'm just going to do this uh and you had like uh, high expectations or uh did it kind of Was the road kind of a little
4: little bumpy at the beginning? I'll I'll tell you the truth. Before NECW, I was working with uh, a guy by by the name of – he was the, the late Boston bad boy, Tony Rumble. He had a company called Century Wrestling Alliance, which then became NWA New England. And Tony and I were very close. I worked very, very closely with him. And Tony died unexpectedly and suddenly in November of 1999. And once he passed away, um, the company sort of fell into disarray, and you know it was pretty clear that I had to go and do something else. So uh, it was suggested to me to start a promotion, and it was one of those things. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the God's honest truth: it's one of those things that I said to myself, if I don't try to do this, I'll never forgive myself. You ever have something like that happen to you when you just say, you know, geez, if I don't do this, I'll I'll, win, lose, or draw. If I don't do it, I'll regret not doing it. So that was me starting New England Championship Wrestling. Um, I I had somewhat of a background in wrestling. As much as I thought I knew, I didn't nearly know enough. I learned a lot on the job, so to speak. Um, And, you know, it's been a rewarding experience altogether. I wouldn't trade it for anything. But you know, it, it wasn't easy either.
2: Now, a lot you, of uh, do you now, do you guys eventually? You know, you mentioned that uh, you know you're you're in your home base, but do you eventually have plans on wanting to uh, take the show on on the road and go to different towns, or do you
4: just want to stay uh, in your general region there? Well, you know, New England is a a, a a pretty diverse and big region. There's there's a lot of territory up here. And there's a lot of territory here that isn't being run by anybody. I mean, you go up to Vermont and there's nothing up there. You go to New Hampshire, there's really nothing happening in New Hampshire. Uh, parts of Maine. Maine is a very big state and there's not much happens there. Um, you know, the, most of the independent wrestling takes place in the, the, the southern part of New England. And uh, so there's a lot of room to grow. You know, we we want to establish – um, a solid base and most importantly we want to be in a situation where we can we can control the environment which is very important for tv we, we've we always been about creating content and one of the big challenges for us in doing that was we, we never had a building that was perfect for tv now it's either a community center or uh, an armory or a vfw hall or a knights of columbus and let's face it those things aren't set up for television you know it's impractical to haul in a bunch of lights and a truss and this and that it's impractical to do that so what we wanted to do is get a place that we can set up just the way we want to have it set up that's a great atmosphere for fans that's a great atmosphere for television and just like a cool place to come and see a show and you know once we get that up and running and we have content out there showing people that then we can start thinking about touring out and expanding throughout the region so that's that's in a nutshell what our plan is
2: uh Sheldon Goldberg's our guest here we got about uh, five minutes here with sheldon uh so um, with uh with all that uh with with all your uh stuff upcoming. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about your roster. Um, and you, you mentioned you have a pretty di- diverse uh, roster. Now, do you have um, uh, different championships, too, on your uh, company?
4: We have a heavyweight title. Uh, TV title's been suspended temporarily, uh, tag team titles, and a women's title.
2: And uh, could you let us know who your champions are?
4: Uh, NECW heavyweight champions, Toto Loco. Uh, tag team champions are, uh a uh, tag team called Midnight Sun. And our women's champion is a girl by the name of Caitlin Diamond.
2: And uh, do you think you might be able to hook us up with any of them that might uh, be our, wa- willing to be on the show with us?
4: I can work on that for you.
2: And the other thing I, I want to put out here to help you out, Sheldon, too, is when you guys are ready to launch and you have your first show, we'd like to have you back on and uh we like to uh get all ears and eyes out there for you uh to uh help promote uh your
4: events. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much.
2: A- anything we can do for you, we we'd love to do. And uh hopefully uh you know, and I'll understand if you're unable to do it, but hopefully you might be able to send us uh some autographs uh, for giveaways too. Uh we got a contest going yeah. right now that um from the end of the show to the beginning of next, the start of next show, anybody that goes to my start page will select a couple winners. Uh, they can uh, win uh, autographs from uh,
4: this week's guests. Uh, let me see what I can put together for you. All right, yeah,
2: anything you can do would be would be awesome, <clears throat> and uh, we we love everything that you do for us. So uh, we have a few minutes, more minutes here before we got to wrap this up. So.
1: If, um
2: uh, If uh you uh had uh, any advice for uh anybody that uh that might want to uh uh that's an independent wrestler that might want to come wrestle for you, what would they have to do if they wanted to uh uh get a tryout with you?
4: Um just get in touch with us, uh send us some YouTube links, videos very important. You know, we we want to see a match, a bell to bell match. Um, we want to know who trained you, we want to know where you're coming in from, so on and so forth. So, you know, we, we, we try to give we give a lot of consideration to people from outside the area. You know, in, in the history of our company, we've had talent from all over the world, actually. Um, we gave uh, Doug Williams from England his first match in the United States. We gave Sumi Sakai, who used to be a Ring of Honor Women of Honor champion. She had her first match in America in NECW. Um, so we've, we've, our doors have been open to people from pretty much everywhere. So,
2: and then, uh, you know, you mentioned that, uh, this is, uh, your, you know, your 20th uh, anniversary, uh, and you may have plans for this already. Um, if not, hopefully, uh, I'll get some kudos for the idea, but, uh, do you plan, uh, plan on like doing like a reunion show, like, uh, like a blast from the past, uh, Uh, people that have wrestled with uh, in the past uh, come out for like one big show and uh, here they are here's what they're doing now, something like that
4: Believe me, if if we could have done that we would have I mean, we were planning on doing something along the lines of what you just described and then of course COVID shut everything down and that was the end of that So, Um, but you know Hopefully we'll be around for the twenty fifth and uh you know we'll we'll be able to do it then or do something at another time but um but that's a great idea we We were planning on doing something along those lines until covid derailed our plans
2: you know and uh you know it's like we talked a little bit about um you know um, uh you know covid and how how it's really impacted everybody's lives but The main thing is uh, with your drive, I mean, you're still fighting and you're still, you know, you're still uh, you're still going. You haven't thrown in the towel, so to speak. That's right. Uh, And, uh, you know, we admire you for that. And uh, we want you to come back strong as ever. And uh, any promotion that uh, you need uh, so we can get uh, eyes on the prize for you, we'll do
4: anything that we need
2: to in the future to help you out.
4: That is very greatly appreciated. So, uh, I want you to do me a small favor after the show. If you could message me an address that I can send some stuff to you, I'd be happy to do that.
2: Awesome. As a matter of fact, I'll uh, I'll get our producer on that right now, and uh, we'll get that all set up. But uh, a few more minutes here before we wrap it up. Um, what um, for uh, for your fans out there? what is one message you want to let them know about what to look forward to in the future?
4: Well, you know, uh, my my message to all the fans who have been fans of NECW over the years, that we we haven't gone away. Uh, We're going to be back when we can be back and uh, hopefully bigger and better than ever. Uh, We thank you for supporting us for 20 years. Uh, We we keep putting out this stuff so you don't forget about us. And uh, we hope to see you all soon.
2: Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, Sheldon, I want to thank you so much for uh, being on the show with us. And uh, we will have you back on again. And uh, you've been so awesome. And uh, I uh, Likewise. I'm going to do my darndest to get out there. Uh, when you do have a show in the future, I would love to do some uh, guest ring announcing for you. Sounds good. Awesome. Thanks, buddy.
4: You th- thank you all. Thank you for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. And and keep doing you, what you're uh, doing, man.
2: Gentleman. All right, Sheldon Goldberg, ladies and gentlemen, he is the man with the golden touch, as they say. Sheldon Goldberg. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell From you. From your one, mouth to God's ears.
4: Thought,
2: there you go. And real quick, Sheldon, I just got to ask you real quick. Uh sure. The icon needs you a collector's card. What was your thought on that?
4: Um. Say again. <clears throat>
2: uh the icon it made you a cool little collectors guest card what what was your thought on that a cool little collectors what yeah the the collectors card that was sent on messenger for you what did you think of that
4: oh that was cool yeah that was great
2: all right you're free that's an old free, logo free but it was for, great yeah you feel feel free to use that for anything if you want to blow it up and put it up on your wall like i've uh like i have 12 of my pictures up on the wall you can do that too it would be awesome righty. All right, thanks Sheldon. You have a good night, bud. Thank you for You too. Take care now. Thank you. Take take now. Awesome. you. Yep. Sheldon Bye-bye. Goldberg, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the man that runs the wrestling business. All right. So we have a few minutes here before uh, we have the uh, before we get the camouche. We'll uh, quick here bring uh, back. Um,
5: uh, hey, are you back on with us? Yeah, I'm I'm still here. I was uh fully entertained. Uh get to know people around the business that I haven't uh got to engage with, uh is getting to know them like on a on a personal level is is very informing. Um so yeah, I did. I stayed in touch. <clears throat>
2: uh
0: great so, uh
2: did you did you get the email they sent you?
5: Yes, sir, and I'll get those up, and then uh, Granny Hulk, sir, Uh I had messaged her since I was um, offline or whatever, and uh, get to get her squared away too. So there should be stuff coming down
2: the pipeline for y'all. Hey, Granny, wouldn't that be great to have some new Granny Hawks'er shirts that? Uh, that would, know, that uh, would be that would be awesome. I mean. <laughs>
3: And we're you know, all about you know,
5: supporting you know, those you know,
2: that support us. It's
5: it's it's very important to make sure the people that support you look good too. And I have a saying it's like it's it's more important to su- support your supporter than to crap on your haters. So I uh, just a uh, right. very
2: optimistic business mind. <laughs> you you know you know what'd be really cool though? Granny, let me let me let me put this out here for you. <laughs> You have, oh, you know, you always about, uh, You always mention the guy that uh, you know always tell you to sit down before you break your hip or something. Wouldn't this be great? You have a shirt that he made for you, and then you walk over the guy that's said you sit down and break your hip, and you show the shirt, and right in his mouth, say, "Here, take that." And you. I you
3: will
2: know.
5: <laughs> say, like this is my heckling shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Give me words. Well, I
3: word. don't know, I don't know the why on. these he- I don't know why these heels think that you know I mean why they hate me so much. I mean I'm just you know everybody thinks I'm so sweet. I don't know why they hate me so much. But I had one Saturday night. His name's Max. I can't even pronounce his last name, but he's a Hispanic wrestler, and he was talking in Spanish, mm-hmm. and I hollered at him. I said, Hey. I said, speak English. I said, I don't understand a word you're saying, and and he's like, and I didn't even touch him. He's like, don't touch me, Grady, don't touch me. And I'm like, blah, blah, bla, 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 bla. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. You, you so. say you don't, you say you don't know why the heels hate you, but every time that you've gone on air, you said, oh, I just can't stand the heels. It's like,
3: well, you, you create know, the but, but, sometimes, but you know There's what? Be you know what? There. <laughs> They really do lo- they really do love me they just don't want to admit it
5: hey k to death <laughs>
3: that's right that's right definitely
5: hey um so with the the name of so I was doing like some investigative stuff while i was uh just listening, so how do I tag the um the page because it's not coming up whenever I at and I want to make sure that I'm promoting y'all properly. Oh, uh, the uh, our Facebook page. That's correct.
2: It doesn't pop up
5: when I put the at symbol and then type in the name.
2: Uh, there, did you uh, did you go on Facebook and type in Off the Ropes?
5: Uh, yes, and then there's like some that come up, but it's not the logo that you have as your. Uh, profile picture so I didn't want to tag the wrong there's (laughs) there's more than one off the ropes so
2: yeah I know um, that's why that's why we had to switch here's what I'm going to do I will send you um I will send you a copy of the link to the page so you have it um
5: yeah but it, it just creates a pain because like you know whenever like it creates a hyperlink where it's just the name of your company and then you click it and there you are I was trying to evade the uh, the whole www.facebook
2: entire oh, sure. that
1: there, there there are ways to do that um icon do you have his information um and I can send it over to you as to how to do it and you can get it to him because we are they are they are kicking us off here. We got about a minute and a half left before they boot us for the highlights of the Syracuse game. So.
5: Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, well, Big I Swing. Just why not to just base uh on that, promotion promoting somebody? Um, the presentation is very important, so I just wanted to make
1: sure that we cleared that up.
2: Okay. Oh well, no, of I'll course. What, and what, first
1: impressions are always the most lasting. So. Correct.
2: Why, why don't we do this then, uh, Big Swing? I'll just uh, send you his name on Facebook, and then you can send him the information.
1: Yeah, that awesome. works
5: too. Awesome. Dave, david
2: David I really appreciate y'all having me on there. I was
5: really entertained and I and I really appreciate uh you putting us over and uh, allowing us to help put y'all over. If y'all need anything from Boot and Heel, um just feel free to, to reach out and uh I'll be contacting y'all back with those uh the, the merch mock ups and stuff. Of course. All right. Sounds
2: so, good. So yeah, just so our fans know we're gonna he's gonna make us some granny hoaxer shirts. And some Icon shirts and then a uh, uh, big swing. I know that you got your own brand, but uh, wouldn't it be great to have a picture of you dressed up like a hockey player carrying a golf, uh, golf club? Wouldn't that be awesome?
1: I think it would be better to have Granny dressed up as a hockey player carrying a golf club. But anyway, we will see you guys <laughs> next week.
3: Dead man walking. You've done it now.